nations for your sake. Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today. May 10th, 2023, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is, Believe Not Every Spirit, But Try the Spirits, Whether They Are of God. But before we get started, let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for having us back on the live airwaves again today here and going around the world to do that which you have prepared and ordained. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. Lord Jesus, thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary and let everything that be said and done be done in the power, working, and anointing of your Holy Spirit, Lord God. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we open the show for today, it is with scripture found in 1 John chapter 4, verses 1-6, through 6, where John begins by stating, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come. And even now, already is it in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God, he that knoweth God heareth us, he that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. My friends, the Lord God is having me to bring this show for such a time as this. For there are indeed many false preachers, teachers, and prophets in our world today. Here at 1159 in split seconds, just before the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior of mankind, who is none other than Jesus Christ, in what is called the rapture of the church. A few days ago, I ran across a video from Sid Roth, of whom I do not endorse, but was prompted to listen to by way of God's Holy Spirit. The, in this broadcast, Sid brought on Mike Bickle, founder of IHOP, no, not International House of Pancakes. It is 
International House of Prayer. Mike was announcing what he called the Isaiah 62 Global Fast. This time of fasting and prayer was said to be for Israel. Now, on the surface, that sounds great. But when you consider who is promoting it, your mind as a born-again, Holy Ghost-filled and led Christian, not to mention preacher, goes directly to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1 through 4, where Paul is warning about false apostles and begins by stating, Would to God ye could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, uh, for I have exposed you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtility, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. Moving down to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 13 through 15, Paul continues by explaining to the true Bible-believing followers of the Lord Jesus Christ to stay clear of those who are wolves in sheep's clothing, who there again preach another gospel and another Jesus. When he states, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming... The word of the day in this hour, my friends, fits with these false prophets and teachers. Deceitful workers transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Not the work that the Lord Jesus Christ did upon the cross of Calvary, my friends, but Paul is telling us that the deceitful workers of darkness will be uh, judged by their own works as done in this world in the deception they have walked in and Put upon others through their teaching and preaching and carrying on. Now, to continue on with my story of just how the Lord prompted me to bring this show to you here today, when I heard Mike Bickle uh, speaking about this global fast for Israel on the Sid Roth show, of all places, I didn't think too much about it. In the spirit At the time, to me, it was just the hearing of another so-called Asbury revival. What really got me to sit up and take notice was that later that same day, I was listening to the Watchman newscast with Eric Stuckelbeck, which is a daily alternative news broadcast produced by TVN, of whom I do not endorse either, about what is going on in Israel. And lo and behold, Eric brings on none other than Mike Bickle of the IHOP, International House of Prayer, to, yes, you got it, to talk about this so-called Isaiah 62 global fast. So then I started to do some digging to see who all was involved in this deceptive action. Uh, The reason that the Lord has had me to label it as a deceptive action is when I heard Mike Bickle talking about how churches, house churches, and others could become involved in this global fast for Israel. As he explained how you could go to the Isaiah 62 fast website, of which he as well made emphatic mention of the fact that it was not an IHOP website, 
But if you go and look at the site, Mike Bickle and IHOP, among other false apostles, as Paul put it, are front and center. When I heard Mike talking about how churches and other ministries could sign up to participate in this so-called global fast, the Holy Spirit impressed upon my spirit that all who sign up to this are being put on a list where the sheep will be separated from the goats. But in this case, it will be to single out the sheep for the slaughter. My friends, I found that Mike Bickle, founder of IHOP, Sid Roth, and TBN are not only, the only, not only, my friends, not the only promoters of this deceptive action. I found that Bill Johnson's Bethel Church, CBN, and Calvary Church, among hundreds of others all over the world, are being drawn in to this ecumenical farce. Many false teachers, preachers, prophets, churches, and ministers are involved in this global action. My friends, Mike Bickle's association with the latter rain movement, the new apostolic reformation, a.k.a. NAR, the apostolic prophetic movement, a.k.a. the Kansas City Prophets, as well as being a promoter of the contemplative prayer and a book called Fire Within, written by Father Thomas Dubai, uh, Mike's association with, the Pope, with Pope Francis and the Catholic Church, as well as the New Age movement, are testament to the fact that he should not be trusted or followed as one sent by the Lord God. But I have more. In the following, I is IHOP a cult? The question is both a question and a title to the piece presented by the site called Appointed Time Press, posted to their blog site called wordsmithblog.com. And is where the writer of this piece opens by once again asking the question, is IHOP a cult? And then gives the resounding answer of absolutely, resolutely, and without question, yes. From this point moving forward, they continue by sharing, for those of you who may not know, this uh frequently asked question is in reference to IHOP, which is the International House of Prayer, founded by Mike Bickle in Kansas City, Missouri. The writer of this piece goes on to say, Appointed Time Press maintains the opinion and belief that the International House of Prayer, founded by Mike Bickle, is indeed a cult and an extraordinarily dangerous one. The writer continues by stating, and rightly so, IHOP has many Christian leaders associated with its organization and ministry. They are all over America and the world. It's very important to identify their associates and affiliates and those who endorse them when seeking Christian ministry, pastoral leadership, or fellowship among believers. The writer then says of, mind you, I am 100% in agreement with, as far as our ministry goes as well, when they state, we do not endorse Mike Bickle's theology, teaching, beliefs, prophecies, or ministry to any degree whatsoever. In fact, we strongly urge and exhort anyone involved with IHOP to immediately get help from loved ones, genuine pastors, professional psychological help, and possibly even obtain legal counsel. The writer then goes on to say, of which I wholeheartedly agree with as well, my friends, sadly, Many well-meaning, genuine believers and followers of Jesus Christ have become involved with 
IHOP out of a deep love for God and a desire to serve and follow Jesus Christ with their whole heart and life. It can take some time for these same people to discover how they have become a prey. When they actually begin to question IHOP's practices, their doctrines, and their spiritual experiences, and weighing them against God's word by his spirit. The writer then says those who come to such conclusions on their own often do so with heavy conflict, both spiritually and within the organization, hence the many stories told. Their struggle to get free can be overwhelming and frightening. There is usually one of two outcomes with those who become involved. Number one, they either submit and become indoctrinated and fully espouse the organization. Or, number two, they struggle fiercely to get free from it if possible. Sadly, that endeavor is not always successful and for various reasons. Therefore, it is important to note that our opinion of IHOP as an organization is indeed separate and distinct from the individuals who attend there. Our opinion should not reflect upon individual believers who may be involved with the organization, as many of them are indeed genuine believers with a deep love for Jesus Christ and a true desire to serve him and follow him wholeheartedly. The writer then says, as a Kansas City native, I am all too familiar with IHOP, its practices, its doctrines. It has now monopolized the area where I once grew up. Since its inception, I have witnessed firsthand the frightening effects that its heretical teaching have had on a very well-meaning young and naive believers. And the dangerous outgrowth of this organization and its destructive influence on individual lives, both the vulnerable and the elite. The people who have become involved with the IHOP end up losing themselves, their families, their friends, their careers, their God-given aspirations, their life's purpose and destiny, their money, their time, their homes, their health, their reputation, their marriages, their faith in Christ, and yes, even their sanity. And on one account, a young woman named Bethany Denton even lost her life. Time and space, says the writer, would fail me here to detail the accounts of what numerous individuals have experienced at IHOP. What I can say is I've witnessed it firsthand and have seen the effects it's had on those whom I've loved. If you are involved with IHOP, Mike Bickle, or any of their ministries or counterparts, I implore you in the name of Jesus Christ to get out. Get out immediately and don't look back. Run the other way as fast as you can. Flee. If your loved one is involved with IHOP, I humbly recommend being very careful, yet also very vigilant in trying to help them become free. The writer says, if you have further questions about IHOP being a cult or should need more evidence, there is plenty available for you. The links below, they say, will get you started. I encourage you to do extensive research online by reading and viewing the testimonies of many individuals who have risked their lives to speak out against this diabolical organization. There are hundreds, the writer says. Listen to them, read them, view them. They are everywhere. You will find we are not alone in our opinion, and that many believers who genuinely love the Lord Jesus Christ are doing all they can to sound the alarm and to raise awareness 
about this cult, as I am doing here today, my friends, which I've known about for a very, very long time. And it's just one of many that I could take you through. The writer continues by saying, please take advantage of the free content online. I suggest conducting an intense search and you will find the evidence not only to be real, but staggering and overwhelming. In conclusion, there are individuals involved with IHOP who cannot get out and for various reasons. If you know a loved one involved with this organization, I beg you to get them help immediately. Furthermore, if you know of a pastor, minister, or leader who is considering working with IHOP and Mike Bickle, speak up and do not be afraid to show them the truth. However, do not be surprised if they don't listen or heed your warning. And finally, if anyone in Christian ministry or leadership is yoked with Mike Bickle and IHOP, abstain from them. The Bible says clearly that we are not to have fellowship with such people. The kind of deception taking place in IHOP and other Christian cults, the writer says, is very deep and dark. Despite the vast warnings from leadership and laity over the years, they have failed to repent or turn. For us, abstaining from IHOP and their affiliates and associates and others who endorse them is a non-negotiable issue. Again, it is biblically resolute to a resolute and without question. We hereby serve notice to any and all who would ask if we endorse IHOP or any in, or are involved with them. Our answer is no, not now, not ever. And with that stern warning, my friends, I will be right back after the break so that we may continue our look at believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Desperation When all we know is doubt and fear There is only one foundation We believe We believe We believe in God the Father we believe in Jesus Christ We believe in the Holy Spirit And He's given us new life We believe in the crucifixion We believe that He conquered death We believe in the resurrection And He's coming back again We believe So
Father, we believe in Jesus Christ, we believe in the Holy Spirit. Yes, my friends, make no mistake, the Lord Jesus Christ is soon and very soon to return for those who belong to him at his appearing in the eastern sky in what is called the catching away or the rapture of the church or his bride. My friends, as we move into the second half of our show for today, I am compelled to touch on the state of the state of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ in which we are instructed by the mouth and Holy Spirit of the one and only true and living God in his word to adhere to what is laid out by the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 16, where Paul begins by stating, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanliness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor gesturing, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord, walk as children of the light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful workers of darkness, but rather reprove them, as we are doing here today, my friends. The Word of God says, For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whosoever doeth make manifest is light. Wherefore, he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, spiritually speaking, my friends, and Christ shall give thee light, says the word of God. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. My friends, time is short. And soon and very soon, the Lord Jesus Christ will break the eastern sky in his unexpected return to the world at large, that is, in what is called the rapture of the church, which consists of all those who have made themselves ready by confessing their sins to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the only Savior of the world. The Lord Jesus reminds us in John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world 
through him might be saved. My friends, it says might be saved because the Lord God has given every person a free will to choose and where they will spend their eternity and whom they will serve. It'll either be in heaven, walking the streets of gold with the Lord Jesus Christ, or cast forever into the lake of fire with Satan, his false prophet, his antichrist beast, and all who have rejected the free gift of salvation or eternal life that the Lord Jesus Christ has made possible by way of the shedding of his precious and holy blood. The word of God continues by saying, he that believeth on him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because the word of God says, he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. My friends, the name of the only begotten son of God is Jesus Christ. There are many sons and daughters but Jesus Christ is his only begotten son. And this is the condemnation, says the word of God, that light is come into the world, who is Jesus Christ, my friends. And men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought or fashioned, in other words, in God. Jesus as well says in John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me, Jesus said. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I, Jesus said, would have told you. I, Jesus said, go and prepare a place for you. And if I, Jesus said, go and prepare a place for you, I, Jesus said, will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, Jesus said, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Always remember, my friends, the word way means method. Jesus said unto him, I am the way. In other words, he's saying, I am the method. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Which brings us to just why the Lord God had Paul to pin his, God's that is, one and only plan of salvation, which only comes by way of his one and only begotten son, who there again is Jesus Christ. In Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, Paul begins by stating that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, Thou shalt be saved, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, I like to say right living in Jesus Christ, and the word of God continues by saying, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The word salvation means way of escape, my friends. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The name of the Lord, my friends, is Jesus Christ. And my friends, Due to what we just read there is the very reason that the Lord Jesus gives this invitation to all who will come, found in Revelation chapter 3, verses 20 through 22, where Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. 
To him that overcome will I, Jesus said, grant to sit with me in my throne, which means power, my friends. Even as I, Jesus said, also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne or power, my friends. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And, my friends, for all who have ever lived in this world, who have or will refuse and reject the gift of eternal life purchased by the precious and holy shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, have only this eternal punishment to look forward to, which is found in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, where John the Revelator begins by stating, as he tells you about his vision that he saw on the Isle of Patmos and has not yet come to pass even yet, my friends, but is soon and very soon to come to pass because we are headed for the time of tribulation the rapture, the time of great tribulation, and the time of the millennial kingdom where Jesus Christ will rule and reign upon this earth for a thousand years. And not forgetting here that it is also the soon coming time of Jacob's trouble where the Lord God will preserve them in uh, Petra until the time of the great tribulation ends. And for those who belong to the Lord, who will belong to the Lord because they're going to receive the Lord Jesus Christ during the millennial kingdom time, my friends, because when they see Jesus coming in his second coming after the time of great tribulation, they're going to be pierced through as the word of God says in their hearts as one pierced through for the morning of their only son. They're going to realize when they see Jesus coming in the second coming which is not the rapture, my friends, but is at the end of the time of great tribulation. Those who will, will receive the Lord Jesus Christ as Messiah. They're long awaited for Messiah and will serve him for the next thousand years before Satan is once again loosed for a little time to take out those who decided during that time even where Jesus Christ himself was ruling and reigning upon this earth that they just wanted to go with Satan instead. Well, if they want to go with Satan and those who before the rapture have already made their decision to go with Satan and are in their graves waiting to be raised at the day of great white throne judgment, this is what they have to look forward to. What John the Revelator saw in a vision, the revelation vision that the Lord Jesus Christ gave to him of the time of the great white throne judgment of God, which will end this world forever and begin eternity. John said, and I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books. That is, the dead spiritually, my friends, who did not receive eternal life of the Lord Jesus Christ that he paid for in his precious and holy blood. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, because there will be volumes and volumes and volumes of books, my friends, of those who are not on their way to eternal life in heaven by their own choice. The word of God says, it says they will be judged out of those things which are written in the books according to their works. We heard that somewhere else earlier in the show, my friends, because if you do not serve the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be judged by what you've done in this world without him, which is as filthy rags to the Lord God. 
after he sent his one and only begotten son to be hung upon the cross of Calvary and shed his precious and holy blood for those who would serve him with their life. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell, some people think hell is forever, but hell is delivered up, and the dead which were in them, death and hell, are delivered up, and the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. My friends, there is no way to heaven except through the blood-stained footsteps of the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot get up there any other way except to have a personal relationship in good standing with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord God will not allow it. It doesn't matter what men think, say, or do about the whole thing. They can believe whatever they want. It's their free will to do so. But there is only one way to eternal life, and it is through the Lord and only Savior of the world that God sent who was and is and always will be his one and only begotten son, and his name is Jesus Christ. My friends, today is the day of salvation. While it is yet called today, we must call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to save us. And we must walk in the precepts of God outlined in the Bible, the Old Testament being the types and shadows of that which was to come and has come in the New Testament, and to walk out our lives according to what is written in the New Testament as becoming to a Christian, as the Word of God says. My friends, there is no other way, and the way things are happening today, you never know when you're going to take your last breath, you never know where you're going to be somewhere and get shot. You never know when you're going to be uh, stabbed on a hiking trail. You never know when you're going to be in a crowd and everybody's being shot. You never know when you're going to be in a 70-car pileup on an interstate. You never know when you're just going to take your last breath for whatever and sometimes for no reason at all. Take your last breath and have your eternal destiny sealed forever. And guess what? Whatever it is, you have chosen it. No one else did it. No one else chose it for you. As long as you have an understanding mind, and I mean, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ has been around the world. It's around the world now, the Lord has people that he is going to shelter during the time of the Great Tribulation and the time of Jacob's trouble. But the fact is, he is the only one who knows who they are. And for all of us who have heard the gospel on this side of the rapture, we need to be gone in the rapture. Because if you've heard the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, on this side of the rapture, and you have not asked the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and begin to walk with him and begin to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for yourself, and to begin to walk in the power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit as uh, outlined in Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 8, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, and Acts chapter 19, verses 1 through 6, among many other places that it is stated that we are to do this. That is what the day of Pentecost was all about. It was the sending of the Holy Spirit to not only walk with us, but to be in us, that God could work through us. 
My friends, it is the power of God that raised Jesus Christ up off the earth, and it is the power of God. The Holy Spirit is the power of God that will raise you and die up off this earth at the time appointed. If we have heard this message and understood it on this side of the rapture and have hardened our heart to receiving the Lord Jesus Christ, guess what? God knows the end from the beginning. So you don't have to tell anybody else whether you believe it or not. He already knows. And if you choose to walk in unbelief until your last breath or until the Lord Jesus Christ arrives in the rapture, you will be on your way to the lake of fire with the Antichrist beast, the false prophet, all those who rejected the Lord Jesus Christ throughout history and all the evil demons, devils, and angels. That doesn't sound like a place where you want to spend time without end. Sometime, my friend, think about what time without end really means. In all the years that you've lived on this earth, it is not time without end. I'd rather be walking the streets of gold and bowing down to the Lord Jesus Christ, casting my crown before him, and doing whatever fantastic and awesome things that he's ha- that he has planned that our minds haven't even comprehended to be doing after we leave this world than to be burning in torment and looking up into the halls of heaven and seeing all those who once tried to tell you that you needed a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, but them never even knowing or even remembering you or that you're not there with them. My friends, forever is too long of a time to be burning in torment with Satan. He is the one that steals the souls of people if they allow it. But God made a way through the Lord Jesus Christ and the work that he did upon the cross of Calvary to save us from it. All we have to do is receive it and walk in it according to God's will, not our will. And the Lord God says in his word that his precepts and the requirements that he has prepared for us to be received into his eternal kingdom are not hard. They're not grievous. All we have to do is obey God. Obedience is better than sacrifice to God, my friends. Obey his word. His his word first tells us that to be on our way to eternal life, we must come into a personal relationship with his one and only begotten son, who is none other than Jesus Christ. He's Lord, Master, Savior, soon-coming King, and Messiah, my friends. If you continue in the things of the world, all the things that you want from this world will fade away in the end. If you put your trust in Satan, you end up with the mark of the beast. If you're still walking the earth by the time it becomes mandatory in the time of great tribulation. And therefore, you've lost everything. Because there's no turning back from taking the mark of the beast. Because it's a sign that you put your complete and total trust in Satan instead of God. So while it is still yet called today, my friends... We need to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive us of our sins. We need to walk with the Lord Jesus daily in prayer and by the reading of the word of God. We need to interact with those of like faith. We need to watch out for false apostles, preachers, teachers that are operating under the power of Satan, my friends, disguised as workers of righteousness which means right living in the Lord Jesus Christ, as I always like to say. 
It is only the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ that can save us. We cannot do it on our on our own. You know, that was one more thing that was very interesting. Um, this Mike Bickle, he went to um, Rome to meet the Pope. And uh, if anybody knows anything about the Jesuits, if you've read their history, um, they're into lying. I mean, if it works, if lying works, then so be it, do it. And it's even expected. Okay? So, Mike Bickle, as it's told, goes to uh, Rome. And the first thing he asks the Pope uh, is, so do you believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven? Which the Pope does not. He'll tell you that he doesn't. But just on that beautiful occasion that he's entertaining the Mike Bickle of the IHOP, the International House of Prayer, he says, oh, yes, 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 this is true. It's not even true in the Catholic Church. They worship Mary. They bow down to idols, everything that God told us not to do. And don't get me off on that tangent, because that's a whole other story. But I am telling you, do not be deceived, my friends. Put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only Savior of mankind. Forever, time without end, eternity is too long to burn in the lake of fire. And remember, every sordid, evil thing that you ever did in this world and have it play out over and over and over again. And while you're doing that, looking up into the halls of heaven, seeing the gloriousness of God taking place, which you can never cross over to, ever. You know, my friends, it's time to get serious about serving the Lord because, you know, my, my baby brother passed away a couple of months ago. And I just still today, I'm so lost in some ways without that guy. He, is, he was a, a funny character. He was a comedian. He was uh, in his own right. He was a musician. He was a songwriter. He was a servant of God. He's already enjoying eternity. He's finished his race and is with the Lord. And his last words to me on the 30th or the 29th of January, 2023 were, Jesus is coming and Jesus is coming sooner than anyone knows. You know why? I believe him, my friends, because of his life. And not only that fact, it was a few days later he went on to be with the Lord. So the Lord was already talking to him and telling him things that could be once said, but forever sealed because he would not be here any longer to elaborate on them. The final words were, Jesus is coming and Jesus is coming sooner than anyone is expecting. My friends, today, while it is yet called today, if you're feeling the tug of the Holy Spirit in your heart and you know that it's time to get your life right with the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can be ready, watching, waiting, and praying and looking up for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, because the rest of the world at large is not going to be doing any of that, my friends, and they're going to be left behind to suffer the, during the time of the Great Tribulation and the time of the Antichrist and the Mark of the Beast and on into the fact that when the Lord Jesus Christ returns at the end of the seven years of Tribulation, which is just after the three and a half, the latter years being three and a half years of Great Tribulation, the first thing the Lord is going to do is he's going to destroy those who followed Satan during that time upon this earth. 
he's going to cast the false prophet and the antichrist beast into the lake of fire alive and he's going to bind satan for a thousand years So today is the day of salvation, my friends. If you want to be with the Lord Jesus Christ whenever your time comes, then I pray that today you will say this prayer of repentance with me. It's not about me. It's not a magical potion or a set of words. It's from your heart to the ears of God. With that said, my friends, today, if you would like to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ and begin your walk with him and begin to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for yourself and begin to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues and receive that power that raised Jesus up off this earth so that you will be ready to go when he calls. Please say these words with me, this prayer unto the Lord God and to the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. With that said, my friends, please pray with me out loud. If you so choose to receive the Lord Jesus Christ today or renew your walk with him, stop believing the lies of Satan that you can never come back if you've fallen away. You can only not come back if God has drawn a line that you've crossed or you take your last breath and only he knows that so while you still hear and feel the calling of the Holy Spirit in your life today please come or return to the Lord Jesus Christ that you may be ready watching waiting and praying for his imminent return with that said let us pray Lord God we humbly come before your throne and bow down spiritually speaking Lord God, we thank you for this time that we've had in fellowship here today. We thank you for the time that you've allowed us to expose the workers of darkness, as your word has stated to do. Lord God, we thank you for the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ that you have bestowed upon this world that we may have eternal life if we will follow him and walk with him in this life and walk in the power, working, and anointing of your Holy Spirit, which only comes by way of seeking you after we have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ for the indwelling power, working, and anointing of your Holy Spirit to be bestowed upon us. Lord Jesus, I humbly come before your throne and bow down, spiritually speaking, today. Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner in need of a Savior and Lord Jesus, I know that you're the only Savior, and I know that you are faithful and true to do that which you've promised. And as you look at my heart, I pray that today, when I say that I would love for you to please forgive me of my sins and ask you to do so, I know that you will. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and wash me white as snow. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you'd walk with me and guide me and lead me into all truth and righteousness and bring all things to my remembrance as I continue onward until the day of redemption. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray, amen and amen. Okay, my friends, you know what I always say. If you've given your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ today, you're about one half minute old. Praise God and tell the world that Satan has lost. And with that said, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee his perfect shalom or peace. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. I Revelations for yourself.
Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus, and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all, now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?